a hack. It's just an absolute hack. And it gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. I wonder if anybody on the rewatch can hear you cursing me out. Talk about those producing skills on my end. <laughs> to I would to, not call that skillful. To, I call get, you a liability. To get you to curse at me and then to push li- hey it's not my fault that you started yelling at me when i said all right let's go live you were being um, a bad person and you know that I wasn't being a bad yeah, person you, you, you were you, being a bad person joe right, we're not going to get into it we're we not don't need get to get into it but i'm you, you deserved more than what was coming to you uh today's live show we're going to be doing mailbag questions also any other questions for people who end up joining us later on feel free to Drop those in the chat as we're going on with the show. Uh, Before we get to the mailbag, though, we want to talk about possibilities of some of these college coaches jumping to the NFL, which ones we believe, uh, which ones we think are total BS. Also going to talk about the craziness going on with Florida State, their possibility of departing uh, from the ACC. And then there is a debate and a discussion going on right now on the Internet. How many eggs? Can you eat in a single day? We're going to get to that and a few more things coming up later. Before we do, though, Sean, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from Bet Online? By the way, got Rams minus three and a half on Bet Online. Are they playing tonight? Yeah, they're who are they playing? Some you other, work in sports, some other victim. You work in sports and Look, you don't. Thursday night football is a disappointment. It's been a disappointment this season. Everyone knows it. Amazon's been fumbling it. It hasn't been, it has not been a successful venture. And the only way you can get through some of these games is by betting on them. Mm. Having a little juice, a little action in on the game. You're going to sit there tonight and watch two bad teams play in a game that's much worse than you thought it could have been while you're listening to your family talk about nothing. Have some silent action in on the game and make your life a little bit more fun. Head to bet online. Go there today to get in on the action. Remember to use pr- uh, promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. No more bet online where the game starts, I guess. Uh, from oh, that was taken off the read? Oh, okay. That's weird. Very it's weird a much shorter that. read. He's leaving a lot to the imagination of what the, the host should be. Four sentences fill 60 seconds. Make it make sense, Cam. Uh, There's probably not a lot of diligence on his part. Uh, All right. I want to start us off, Sean, talking about the coaching possibilities for these college coaches to jump to the NFL. So we already have two coaching vacancies that have uh, opened up. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers as they fired Brandon Staley last Thursday or last Friday, rather. And then we also had in the middle of the season, Frank Reich was fired from the Carolina Panthers job. Now there's speculation of some of these other. Oh, wait, the Los Angeles Las Vegas Raiders rather also fired uh, their head coach, head coach Josh McDaniels. Now, as we always get into these cycles, there's always a debate on which of the college coaches are worthy of some of these openings when they come up. There's typically a lot of retread or a lot of people that are pulled from coaching trees that usually don't work work out. The Belichick one doesn't seem to work out. The McVay one's kind of hit or miss. And I think that there's always one or two guys that are brought up as potential options from the college game. 
This year feels a lot more than that, though. It feels like there's legitimate smoke for three college coaches that could make that jump to the pro level. I'm going to start off talking about here the one that I think is the least likely. Kirby Smart's been brought up in just very, very vague early rumors for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think Kirby Smart makes sense for any other NFL opening, nor do I think he'll get circulated in any of those other discussions. However, from Georgia, coaches at Georgia, has been there for a very long time, played at Georgia, and there's a possibility that Arthur Smith is no longer that head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Now, you're a Falcons fan. Forget if you would want Kirby Smart. Do you think that there's any shot? Because I don't think that there's any realistic chance this happens. Here's... I don't think there's a realistic shot. I want it to happen. Why wouldn't I? But there's not a realistic shot because Kirby has the awesome excuse of why would I leave? Why would I leave now? There's no reason to leave Georgia now. Saban was 54 or 53 years old when he went to Miami in 05. That's how old he was. Kirby's only 47. He saw how it happens. He saw how it works. It doesn't always work. Pete Carroll, always up and down, up and down. He's. I feel like Kirby Smart is going to be a college lifer unless a golden opportunity opens up. Andy Reid decides to retire. Go ahead, take over the Chiefs. Good organizations deserve Kirby Smart, not the bad ones, and he knows it. He's a value man. I think the way that he's been running his program at Georgia has been brilliant, even amidst all the off-field incidents and all the drama and not good things, he's running a pretty tight ship. I would never expect him to leave a tight ship for a weak ship. I, I think the clearest indicator, though, that he's pro like Kirby out of any of these wouldn't leave. The recruiting class that he just put together is ridiculous. He's going crazy. And if there is that much of an intent to bring in six offensive linemen that are all over six, six and 300 pounds, he's gearing up for the future and he's gearing up for something serious. And look, if there is any floating of discussion or whatnot with the NFL and with the Atlanta Falcons who would kill to have Kirby smart as their head coach, it's just a negotiation ploy. You know, it's see how much more money you can, get on the table for the next negotiation. I think he just renegotiated, so it really wouldn't factor in right now. But you could at least bring that up as often as possible to say, hey, well, the NFL is going to probably call soon. If you guys don't want to get serious and give me the money that I need, I will make that jump. I know that sucks to see here from being a Georgia fan, but it's something to to you know to consider. But I, I really don't think that it, it would make sense. I think often with these guys that do make the jump, have no connection to the schools that they're at. He played there. He's not going to want to leave. He's in the golden job that he wanted as a coach. Yeah. There is no reason that he would ever want to leave. Just like Alabama fans, for some stupid reason, always say, well, if Cur if, if Saban retires, Kirby's one to consider. No, no he's not. No, he's Why not. Would he? Why, Why would he? Leave? He's building his own thing, and he's doing a pretty good job at it. He's he, There's no need for him to, to get up and jump ship. Not right now. And I think Kirby would thrive in the pros. I think that his demeanor is good. He's he's composed when he needs to be. He's calm when he needs to be. And when he needs to let the anger fly, he can. He can get a team fired up before half or fired up before the game. Or he could just give you the, the, the bare bones. This is what we need to do, fellas. Keep doing what you need to do. A lot more, it's the latter. 
regardless, I, I think Kirby would succeed, but there's no reason for him to leave. Rack doesn't think that any of these coaches are leaving. Okay, thank you, Rack. Um, Jim Harbaugh, I think, is the one who's in the middle here He's on gone. likelihood. He's okay. gone. Let's address this. So there was a notice of allegations from the NCAA. They've got 90 days to respond and for this to play out. Probably not going to know what's happening until after the college football playoff, at least that first round. And if they win and they go into the national championship game, we're not going to know for a little bit what's happening there. I know that they're in a position right now where they're renegotiating and they're trying to get him an extended deal. But like what you just said, I feel like that if with everything that's gone on here, all the shit that he's getting thrown at him by the Big Ten, the way he was mouthing off to Tony Petiti at the Big Ten championship game and pointing at him, all of that that went down, I don't know why he'd want to stick around in Michigan. He's been there for a long time. He's won multiple Big Ten championships. He's beaten Ohio State multiple times. He can go out on top theoretically. Now, the top top to go out on is if they won a national championship. I think if they win the Natty, He's gone, gone. But if they still lose, I'm going to give it 65-35 that he leaves. I would say the only reason that Harbaugh stays is to be a prick to Petiti. That's the only reason, is to be like, you did not force me out. He's a prideful guy. That's the only way. But I feel like Petiti could be more of a prick to him, though. That's I agree. There, there's too, It's too much. It's not going to work out. This is not a partnership that will go for a long time. It's not feasible. Harbaugh is going to go. He's going to. Eberflus is going to be done in Chicago. He is going to coach Chicago. He's going to coach anywhere. And also, Michigan, great run with Harbaugh. Be happy about the run with Harbaugh. You got to have somebody bring you back to the promised land and give you bragging rights for three straight years. Impressive. He took a team that was middling to good and turned them into a great program again. Fantastic. Good work. But it's not. there's too much. There's too much with him. It's run its course. You're at the end, all the, the the investigations, the suspensions, and whether or not you thought it was just or not uh, deserving, it, it, it's not a healthy relationship with the school at this point. I, I mean, I also, I don't know how old he is. Off, he's got to be in his sixties. Look, look, yeah. all, all plain and simple though, kind of what you're saying. All the shit that's going down, all the trouble that he's getting. It's it's really easy to avoid. His stock being an NFL coach again is is pretty high right now. It is it is quite high. Oh yeah, for him to get get that next opportunity and for him to dip. So with everything that's going on, why wouldn't he just avoid it instead of having to sit through all these? I don't think he has to go sit in these court hearings, but like there's going to be a lot of hearings and a lot of crap that's going to build up. Just leave. He's going to avoid it. And also, Michigan should just be like, okay, we're done. We're done because every year it's 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 similar to uh, Elaine at Ole Miss, right? You never really know if he's staying. You never really do. Harbaugh similar. You never really knew when he was at Michigan whether or not he was going to stay or if he was going to jump to the NFL. That that that's what it was going to be. That guy's picture is awesome. Uh, Chris Schubert says, uh, "What if he can't get an NFL job?" Um, you're, you're, that's, that's ludicrous, Chris. Uh, that, that, that's, I, yeah. I, I mean, there's so much, there's so much smoke have you right seen now. The coaches? Have you seen the NFL coaches? Right. Well, okay, we, so we need them. There's, there's two things that come into play here with that. It's a very good point. One, it seems like there's a pretty strong, um, attraction from the chargers. 
I believe Harbaugh also played. F- no, he didn't play for the Panthers, but he did play for he the played Bears. For the Col- uh, I think the Colts and the Bears. One of them played. And for he the also Colts. was one with the Chargers for a period of time. We're, yeah. we're not we're not old enough to know if these what the, these things actually happen or not. But there is a tie to these organizations. And what you're saying right now, there is this horrible phase of coaching where there's just all of these coaches getting pulled from these mediocre coaching trees that are not working out. And the current candidacy or not candidacy list, uh, the, the current options list that you keep seeing when you pull up these articles are like, oh my God, these are really, really bad options. It's Slowick, Slowick's like the best one and Bienemy are like the two that I would consider. Ben Johnson's the third. That's probably about it. Here's the here's what Harbaugh provides, and that everybody knows, but nobody talks about. Harbaugh provides a ball coach attitude to his program. Thanks, Rack. Thanks, uh, he is a, a football coach. He is not an analyst dork. He doesn't care what shoes he's wearing on the sidelines. He's gonna show up in his khakis, he's gonna yell, he's gonna scream, and then he's gonna get your team ready to go. That's what Harbaugh does. None of these loser dork coaches that are sleek. That call, he's an OC and he's doing this and that. No, I don't care. They all they they all act the same. They they all have the the, the same just just irritants. I need some ball coaches back in the NFL. Why mm-hmm. can we both root for the Lions, Joe? Because Dan Campbell rules. Why do, why why does nobody hate Andy Reid? Because he's a ball coach. There are coaches in the uh, D'Amico Ryan's ball coach. Love it. There are ways to do it I, instead of being glasses it you don't like mike mcdaniel we're getting high top fade and north 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 face puffer that's what we're getting across the nfl and i need some guys that that are packing lips it sounds like for when that that falcons opening if it does come this offseason you know slowick is exactly what you're just shitting on right now right you you understand that ben slowick is is like yeah I think he worked at PFF actually before he got hired. He was in, he was like an analyst role and then he found his way into this offensive coordinating gig. And that's probably going to be the Falcons head coach. Yeah, that's dumb. It's super dumb because Arthur Smith, offensive lineman played ball, you know, came in and you're thinking, Oh, this guy might be a ball coach. He's, he thinks he's too smart for the room. I need a coach that think he has, thinks that he has the biggest balls in the room, not to think that they're the smartest. God, it should be so simple, but it's not. Harbaugh provides that. That's why he should go. Because he'll win a championship. He will win a Super Bowl on this next bout around in the NFL. He will. Uh, so he actually, this comment, Harbaugh both played for the Chargers and uh, coached it. It was in, It's FCS. I don't actually, was you at, no, USD was FCS back then uh, and routinely went to the Chargers facility. So yeah, he does have ties to the region. It does Makes sense for him, him to end up with the Chargers. I, I want to throw this on the table, though. This is one that I don't think is getting brought up enough, and there is so many indicators in plain sight that aren't getting talked about. I really feel like Lincoln Riley is putting himself out there for some of these openings, and I feel like he could end up being the Chargers head coach. He is a polar opposite of what Brandon Staley just was, which was a defensive-minded coach that is a complete um, hard-headed idiot to go to Lincoln Riley, who's also hard-headed, but is this offensive savant who has put together some really good teams in college, his skill set, I think, fits better with the NFL. And frankly, he's mailing it in right now. He is completely mailing it in. I think the he's looking for the class, escape hatch also. 
that that recruiting class that he just put together is Clay Helton esque. It's not much better than anything that Clay Helton put together. And I think that Clay Helton actually had some better recruiting classes. I've given them a ton of shit. Uh, I'm not going to go any further. But the fact that Will Howard is the rumored quarterback on the market for them for to be the replacement for Caleb Williams, he has never had a quarterback with that skill set before. It just doesn't make any sense to me. None of this, none of what he has done this offseason has shown to me that he is trying to make the necessary efforts to prepare to win in the Big Ten. I'm telling you what right now, no one's talking about it, which makes me think even more that there's a likelihood of it occurring. And it's a little I, conspiracy theory-ish. I think he's punched out. I think that he realized, oh my God, USC was supposed to be the place where I didn't have problems, and they have as many, if not more, problems than Oklahoma. He's looking for an escape route. He's looking for somebody to say, hey, come on in. I think he'd be a terrible coach in the NFL. I don't think he's a, 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 a very passionate coach. I, I He doesn't seem like a leader of men to me. I think he can draw up plays if he has a good quarterback. You know, he can, he can call the routes. But other than that, what have you shown me? You've shown me nothing. You got a Heisman quarterback winner at Oklahoma. You got a Heisman quarterback winner at USC. What else? What else? It's like when Bryce Harper was leaving the Nats and everyone was like, oh, this stinks. It stinks. And it ended up being a little bit wrong. But at that time, all Bryce Harper had was a uh, an MVP. And then he had a win in the home run derby. Those were his major accomplishments aside from all-star games. Other than that, that that's what Lincoln Riley is. If he goes somewhere else and thrives, sure. I don't think it's going to happen immediately, though. And I don't think he would thrive in the NFL. I think it's a very high chance. I think this this has the highest chance, if not the second highest chance, to happening behind Harbaugh. LFG says, I thought exact same thing back in September or October because Riley said something about other goals he wanted to reach. I mean, he's also young. I feel like a lot of times with these younger guys, they're more willing to jump ship. You know, they're a little more willing oh, yeah. to, to explore options. And we already saw him literally do it. He literally just bailed on Oklahoma when things were going well for this USC gig. I, I just, the writing's on the wall. Which it's not I would have done good. also. I, I, I'm not going to hate on him either. LA it, it, it is a good opportunity. I'm saying when well, you're making that kind of money, Joe, I think LA gets a little bit better. Sure. Uh, Florida State, let's talk about the Florida State situation. So today it it broke that tomorrow morning there is going to be a Board of Regents meeting uh, regarding their decision to not to leave. This is not a decision to leave. It's the decision to explore the possibility to leave because they have to – this is going to be a, a, a waging legal battle. They, they basically have to find a weakness in the grant of rights that proves that they can either get out for less money or, or completely get out altogether. It's going to be a very complicated process, but by the time you tune into this, there might have been a decision. It seems like things are trending in that direction of that decision being that they will jump ship, leave the ACC. I had said this a while ago that when they got left out of the college football playoff, it was setting up the situation for them to make that jump because basically it was told to them that they played in a non-competitive league despite it being a power five conference and that the, the playoff committee was holding that against them and albeit that they're going to be playing in an expanded playoff it's still a bad taste in their mouth to be now saying why would i stick around in this conference that has been holding us back financially and competitively when we could be 
suited aggressively by the Big Ten and the SEC. Actually, I'll let you weigh in before I throw in some stupid, crazy shit. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, Florida State has acted in an embarrassing fashion at times. Uh, this last offseason, I was incredibly embarrassed for them. But I um, I think I respect the decision of from from this standpoint of we we played in the ACC we were undefeated you didn't let us in now it's punishment time i almost i think i respect that decision to say you snubbed us now we're snubbing you and, and we will we because of this we are going to send a ripple effect through college football and then it moves down into the collapse of the ACC which if they leave very possible that i would deem likely and then we're looking at three 20 team conferences which is what everybody wants and then to see if you guys talked about it, the whole discussion. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm like, it's, it's not, I don't mind that college football is unfair. I think it's fine for people, especially athletes to have to deal with something that's unfair. It's cool. It's the greed from the conferences. It's the greed of, of the realignment it, it, that, that really gets me. And it's a free market and people can be as greedy as they want. And I respect the hell out of it, but it's just sickening to see sport that was about having fun with your friends turned into sport that people want to watch you have fun with your friends to here comes TV corporation ruining everything, ruining everything, death of another conference. And, and we just could be sitting right in the middle of the collapse right now. And I'm not, we are, to, we, we, it, we literally are. And I'm not saying that to get more clicks or views because it, it everyone knows that, but you're just, you just look, you're just like, I'm sick of this. Sick of Florida State acting like they're 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 victims. Oh my God, boohoo! Crimey River, get over I, it. Okay, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I actually think that they're justified for being upset about all this. I, that is yes, but they they have had a victim mentality uh, for a while. They're playing in a dog shit conference. I don't think that they're at fault for wanting to explore better options. Look, things are clearly trending in a direction where we're moving to two conferences. Be the first catalyst. Don't be the team that sits and waits. Just go. Do you want the two conference system? I, I I think that if this was the early 2000s, I would say no, but it's not. It is 2023 going on 2024, and we're now in a position where the best quality of football with the transfer portal and the NIL era is if we move to independently managed and run entities that then compete for a national championship. We're, we're going to have the AFC and the NFC that basically was I know, happening in the I, 70s and 80s. I know, and I know the that 60s, there's, st- there's still going to be college football on, and there's still going to be games that I watch and I don't watch. It's the same thing. We can get worked up uh, however we want, and I get worked up plenty. But I get pissed off when I think about the stupid Wake fan or the stupid Pitt fan that has to now suffer the fate of the Wazoo or Oregon State fan because of but, greedy corporations and greediness. Those, wait, wait, and I'm sorry to say this to these fan bases, but those fan bases aren't really that big to start with. I have watched. I'm not so saying that they Pitt are, but they're still games. fans. I've watched Pitt football games where the stadium's half empty. The, there is not that much of an attention and draw to those programs. There's just not. I feel you. I feel you. But there's some. There's still some. Uh, so we it basically just, have to we 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 have to stick with this this below quality you know product because we're we don't want to. What was you know, the quality product this year? Was the SEC a quality product this year? 
Yes. Two teams what are you were. About? Two wait, teams wait, wait, were. Wait, wait, but that What about the Big Ten? That two teams. I'm telling you right now that the minute that those conferences expand next year, that is going to be some of the best football that we've it's watched. It's still going to be dog shit, and it's Dude, still going to be. You think 90% Syracuse versus shit. Boston College is good? Is like fun football to watch? Oh my it's god, not, that's the same as watching Mississippi State Vandy. Every conference, but we're not, has but them. We're not talking yeah, about Mississippi yeah, State Vandy. I'm we're talking about you no. Know we're talking about we're, Texas versus Georgia. We're talking about Alabama versus Oklahoma. We're we were going to watch those games anyway. Mich we were, we're going to watch them Michigan, anyway. Michigan playing Oregon. We're talking about all. Look, we're, we are now in a we position where we were still going to get that with a twelve-team playoff. We were not as much, did, but did holy you hell, Nebraska versus Iowa. Did you watch Nebraska? No, and I won't Iowa. watch it when they're in the Big Ten when there's 40 teams in their conference either. It's still going to be dog shit, and the only people that get hurt are the little people. That's all I care about, and it's only because I, of the greed. And I, I'll still watch the games that I'm going to watch. But it's uh, the regular Joe fans that are getting shafted, and that's the only bummer that I have. I don't care. Bottom half ACC and Big 12 programs are in danger of being relegated after FSU triggers the next round of greed-driven consolidation. But, okay, but here's the other reality of this, though, Sean. I don't think that necessarily all of these conf or these teams are going to get neglected. I, I don't think that that's truly... I don't think that's truly the case. I, I think that what's inevitably happens is that we have... There's, what is it, 60-something Power 5 teams? I forget what the exact number is. We end up having two 30, 40 team conferences that compete with one another is what the eventual future that we move to is. That's yeah. not a bad product. If you want to incentivize your team and you want to move them up and, and for them to grow, they can be competitive in these conferences, but it's going to require increase in funding. I think the teams that actually get hurt are the G5 once that gets sectioned off as it was basically proposed by Chip Kelly to become its own separate entity, which it should. The The angle into this, though, that that is going to get talked about more and more is the Saudi-backed investment funds that are going to be funneling into paying for some of these teams to leave. And it's already getting talked about now with Florida State. It's a funny bit that every time I see it, everyone's like saying, like, Insallah, <laughs> go, go, yeah. go Seminoles. But um, – it, this is now the angle that we're going to end up having to deal with that we're going to have not just Saudi-backed investment funds, but investment funds that are stepping in to pay for the departures of uh, some of these some of these teams to leave their conferences to pay for all their legal fees to then get involved with their NIL. I got you. I want you to know that I don't have my head in the dirt uh, and I'm I'm missing all of this or, or or missing what it's moving to. I know what it is, and there's nothing that anybody could do to stop it. Uh, because we all keep watching and we're all going to keep watching. And that's the, that's the fact of the matter. I'll still watch tons of college football next year. I'll still watch tons. Uh, and the year after and the year after and the year after, but I don't think much of this is being done for the wellness of student athletes. And it's just being done for TV money, which is the market that we're living in. And it's still probably the best system that we have available in the world uh, when it comes to, to sports. But holy, holy shit, at times, do you look around and be like, this is depressing? I don't think it's depressing. I, I really don't. I, I think that we're moving towards a more competitive and quality product on the field. I, I think if, if you look at it... When has college going, football ever been about quality, though? That's not what we love it for. 
I'm not. That's not what I'm saying, though. Like, okay, yes, we're entertained by the absurdity of what just happened in the famous toastery bowl. Like, that's, that's all I care un- about. Unbelievably ridiculous. Um, that's all I care about. I don't care maybe, about the, is, the the twenty year old linebacker getting a million dollars. I don't. I'm happy that he can, but I don't care. This is the world that we now live in. Uh, I agree. This, this comment though was pretty funny because they're uh, <laughs> saying that you have a New England accent, which is really funny because <laughs> I feel like that pisses left. you off. That's you. <laughs> no. The viewers left. With the New England accent, dude, Sean. I'm confused. I don't know what he's trying to say there. LFD, who do you that. think has the accent? It's not me. I'm I'm from the Mid-Atlantic region. Uh, we have no accent. There is literally no accent. It's just you have a white person. That's what the accent. accent is. What What's the accent then, Joe? I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. But we're going to get to questions in a second. I want to talk about the, the egg thing. So there was, this was, I, I'm going to play the audio in a second, but it's been brought up today and it was circling on Twitter. Uh, this apparent fantasy football punishment where the loser last pit place individual had to consume 30 or so eggs. I'm going to play the audio so that we have the context the most dangerous animal he thinks he could beat in a one-on-one fight is and you will infuriate yourself. I fear that the men have caught on to that one and I have a new one that has been one of the most eye-opening things I've ever experienced. So this fall I was dating somebody for a couple of months and he was in this fantasy football league and they had a punishment and the punishment was that whoever lost the league in one waking day, not a 24-hour period, but one waking day had to consume the same number of eggs as their age that year. I am 29, everybody was like late 20s, early 30s. This man had lost the league the year prior. When I tell you that fear of losing the league again and having to eat almost 30 eggs in one waking day again, like kept him up at night. We were out to dinner the day that Nick Chubb's knee blew. He like could not engage in a normal conversation for like 45 minutes after that. That's actually not even why we didn't work out, which looking back, it absolutely should have been. But Wasn't that digression. this year? I told several of my male friends about this. I told my Here. fantasy football league about this. And I Wait. said, oh my God, isn't this like the most upsetting thing you've ever heard? Can you imagine having to eat 30 eggs in one day? And oh the God. number of men right. who were like, that would be easy. It would be easy to eat 10 three egg omelets in a day. So I started asking like every man I know, men in their 40s were saying this. That'd be easy. It's fine. I am almost scared to post this because of the number of men that I know I'm going to have in my comments being like, that would be, I'll be one. If you and your boyfriend are on the rocks. Yeah. You made a mistake posting that. Um, That's a bad call. That's a bad okay, call okay. for you. Like if a, you don't want people commenting how many eggs they can eat. There's two things here. One, the 25 eggs, 30 eggs, whatever it is, 35 eggs. So easily accomplishable. Uh, Domination. Three, Foot, you could break it up into three ten egg omelets or like four seven or so egg omelets. I also thought of another strategy. You just do scrambled eggs and then you do like ten hard boiled eggs and you just pop those throughout the day. Hard boiled, too thick. Yeah, I go fried eggs. Give me t- give me ten fried eggs, sunny. And then that's eat. That, hard boils are so light though. You just eat it in between stuff. I, like I think hard boils are, are the least light. I think if we're going for the standard deviation of a egg here, uh, mm. from 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 most filling to least filling, hard boiled poached scrambled sunny side up or fried slash fried uh so i i, so I think- do it over easy then i would do them over easy because over easy would be pretty easy to eat right 
which one's over easy? Is that is that something? Uh, it's got a little. It's a little runny. Yeah, the yolk. Oh a little yeah, little runny. dude. If you gave me ten fried eggs right now, I could eat them by, uh, what is it? Eight eighteen, eight twenty one. I could eat ten fried eggs. It would not. Yeah. It would not. It just would not even matter. It I, wouldn't even phase me. I would like to be challenged to do this in one sitting. But here's the thing: for this to actually be legitimately hard, it should be two for every year of the person's age. That yeah. is a real challenge. That's a 30, real punishment. Thirty eggs. That's, that's a delightful Sunday. That's oh, I'm having egg Sunday. Good. I, I go out. Sunday. I have I have some eggs for brunch or, or lunch and breakfast and and then dinner. I get to have eggs breakfast or dinner. Let's get it going. Can I get some bacon too? Let me get, let me get a whole day going out of this thing. Oh my, that's you know how, uh, this is that's a. Uh, what go ahead bring the fantasy group along with you and they they try to punish you but you're having such a good time eating the eggs that then they start eating the eggs and somebody would be excited to do this it's uh, it's the best this is a this is not a punishment this is a treat i would be so excited to do it i i I, shit what was i gonna say i completely forgot what i was what i was i'm gonna go get some eggs tonight that's my oh point. oh i was gonna say though this is like if you if you forget that you went to costco and you bought the 30 tray and then it's like a week or you know it's been sitting in your fridge for a couple of weeks and then they're about to go bad and you have to sit and make all of them like i could easily knock this out like, like no no shot that this would give me any trouble if you told me i needed to if i needed to eat 25 by nine o'clock i can do that i can get that done does uh does your league have a um have a punishment we troy always talk about punishment for last punishment for last this punishment we should yeah. do it i'd like to do it but there's too many cowards like like it's just yeah. you see you know it, it's it's like the eggs thing would be great like we just don't have enough people who are that game for it like i am yeah. game. i am game and i'm looking for more people that are game for the punishment but so many people are like half in half out i, I need to be full in well we've <sighs> We've only the league's only been in existence for three years now. The first year we were supposed to do the Waffle House challenge with the kid who came in last place, never did it. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I came in last place, and yeah, it would be a twenty-four hour day. You get a whole day to do it. No, uh, I think last wake, I think it's wake to sleep. I don't think you get a full twenty-four. Oh, uh, still though, at least still. from the TikTok's parameters. Um, but last year I I haven't done this yet and no one's tried to enforce it and i'm kind of tempted to try doing it i think i told you about this it's like called the 24 uh 18 12 6 challenge and what you have to do is in 24 hours uh you in some iteration of um you know you have to accomplish the 18 i I forget what it is exactly it's like 18 it's 24 18 12 6 and you have to do you have to do pick which one fits each category of running miles eating donuts drinking beers and jerking off so you have to figure out how many miles you're going to run so i my logic was um drink the 24 beers or eat the 24 donuts run the 18 miles because then you'll be needing calories you have to do the the jerk off thing for the six right like you would that would get really old after like three and then, you know, fit in the, fit in the remaining ones there. I might be missing uh, something. I, I don't know. I, I could, I think I have to use the lowest denomination for miles. Yeah. You don't run as much as I do as much. I don't run. Right. So I I'd suffer through three hours. Twelve. You think you could, you could pull off 12. I think I could get you 12. 
I know that you're doing it's the gonna 24 be, beers. It's gonna be I, the tough. 24 beers is 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 like you know you can space those out. Uh, but the the so because no one's been held to the punishments in my league this year, we've offered up the um uh the the, the current resounding. Can I, can I just eat fifty eggs and jack six times? Like that's that's a good <laughs> no <day>. no. <laughs> The the resounding offered punishment right now, though, for whoever comes in last place, which is not going to work because we had two people that just forgot that they were in the league. Oh, sure. Uh, was that last place has to get a vasectomy, but we don't, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to, we're not going to actually be able to hold anyone accountable on that. Sure, sure. So y'all just decided let's do a bit and then we'll we'll do another bit next year. That's where yeah. we're at also. We're, we like doing the bit for four hours and then after that, it's like, all right, we'll do this again yeah. in a year. I mean, we 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 try to hold people accountable, you know. Like we try really hard to be like. For there's usually like a two week period of when are you doing the the punishment, and then people eventually uh, eventually forget. All right, we've got mailbag questions um, that we were going to get to. We've got a few. First one from Jamie Williams: Who is in more trouble next year, Idaho without Giovanni McCoy, or Albany without Reese Poffenbarger? Uh, I'm going to go with Albany. I think that the CAA is such a difficult conference without a good quarterback to win. I don't know who's next up for them. I will say Albany, they built a good defense. They have good skill players, uh, but I think they need, they're a team that needs a quarterback to succeed. Whenever they were good, they had a quarterback that could deliver the ball down the field. Whenever they were bad, they didn't have that. Uh, so I think Albany is in a, is in a tougher spot. That was from Jamie Williams. Rack, I am not. Re- Should I at least read Rack's question? No, no. It's either Rack or Chesta had one. It was about Tyreek Hill. So I'm not going to read that question. I didn't question. even see that one. Come on, man. Uh, Jamie Williams asks also, what player did you try to model your game after? Oh, I guess they're talking to the football player here. Uh, uh, I watched uh, John Weeks for me, the only comparable physical profile. Who, 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 who do you Texans long snapper for anyone who doesn't know who that is? Who, who would you say? I watched a lot of guys. Uh, was nowhere near any of them. Tried out the Joe Thomas oh, stance shit. for practice. That's that was bad. That was a bad experiment. <laughs> I'm I'm because he's in a trap stance. He's like he, in a shop. You should have found somebody with bad feet and and you know nobody had worse feet days. than me i don't know i i a little bit of all the i mean how how am, supposed, how am i supposed how am i yeah trent brown wouldn't have been bad uh it's, uh, it's like it's like how do i model myself after tyron smith or trent williams who are heroes but they're they're the freakiest athletes on planet right. earth it's like it, it's like i gotta be realistic so i just watched as much tape as i could of, of the best players and said maybe if you soak something in you won't get beat on third and long uh, and then you know sometimes it happens sometimes it didn't oh shit i shouldn't have clicked on that <laughs> racks on one tonight uh chester's first question uh who who has the goat fupa chris christie or charlie weiss that's got to go to christie right there's so many pictures of him, man. There's so many There's pictures. The, of him. Here's the problem with Christie is he has the the He's one in the like baseball old... uniform is the worst picture of all time. And, and have you yes. seen that photo? That one yeah, seen it. is is rough, and uh, there's just no coming back from that baseball photo. It's just done for. It's got. He's got Christie. like an extra like 
dinner tray mm-hmm. on his lap with that extra you okay. know, stomach that he's got going on. Uh, Joe Tinson asks, quick question. Where do you think the Saints will end up on the draft board when the season is done? Let's say um, they end the season 7-10. and 10. Where would that put them on the draft board? And just barely missing the playoffs. So well, seven and ten, they're the NFC, NFC South winner. I think they end up picking. <laughs> God, no, uh, I think I, they they pick like fifteen. I mean, they're picking thirteen right now. I think if you if you lose out, you go seven and ten. You're probably picking ten to thirteen. There's no, you're not moving up any further because if we look at the teams that are ahead of them, Broncos are probably going to at least win one or two of those games. Seattle's winning one or two of those games. The Steelers, as abysmal as their offense is, is winning one or two of those games. You've got Houston, Buffalo. Yeah, there's just no way that they that they have they're at their ceiling right now, and they're probably going to lose out. Well, I hope I Holy hope so, and I and I hope they draft, I hope they draft a player that can't play. Can I? Can, would you like to answer what the the most recent question that he put on the on the board, or or should we move on? What in it? the chat? Yeah. Ah, oh, from Rack. They're, they're fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. With the with not CK, CC. Big difference. Uh, Brian asks, there was a shirt made. Oh, this isn't a question. There was a shirt made when Notre Dame played Penn State a while back. Joe Pa versus the Fupa. That's pretty <laughs> That's pretty good. Wait, wait, college kids can get creative when they want to. You don't, you don't get those these days. Um, Chester also asked, if you had to live in a college town for the rest of your life, which one... <laughs> Would it be what we're gonna say? Could you imagine the security detail combing through uh, college football game day to get that sign out of there? It would look like SEAL Team Six. There's no <laughs> shot you could uh, that shirt. You get shot from the sniper yeah, that's, that's in the true. helicopter. <laughs> Iger's calling in the the, the <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> um. Uh, the question that we asked, which college city, college town would you want to live in for the rest of your life? Oh, this is a tough one. UNC is Wilmington that... has always been good. They're right what? on the beach. Uh, ECU was pretty sick. Greenville. Uh, I, I mean, Narragansett town. was pretty nice. I Narragansett was sick I living on the beach. I'm not going to lie. I've heard that UC Santa Barbara is one of the best college towns that doesn't get talked about. What about SUNY Binghamton? Yeah, I'd rather die. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if we said Syracuse? (laughs) Oh, okay. Not that. Not that. (laughs) I I don't don't want to live live in an SEC town because that's just too much madness. uh, yeah, because I mean it'd be fun, but then like when game day comes around, like you're yeah, it, you'd barely be able to really even get to go to all the games. It it, it sounds better than it actually is, and then it, it would just be nonstop loud, and you'd just be pissed off at college kids for fr- throwing parties. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Georgia Tech's like right in Atlanta, so that I mean I wouldn't uh, mind that. I, I just you know I, I just like not the, the ones that are in cities. I don't count the ones that are in cities. A college okay. town for me. Well, is I gave you one from UNCW. I gave you Wilmington. That's a weird one. That's a, I, who the hell has even been to UNC Wilmington? Athens, the SEC, Georgia. I've never, I've, I've, I, I've never been. It's so gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a mess. Moscow, Idaho. I, I do want to try and go there this year for our trip. So, um, 
I would like to find. I mean, I put Brookings up there. I kind of liked how spaced out and, and quiet it was in certain parts, and that you could you could buy a house and have so much land, and then also be right there for game day. That was a good vibe. Brookings is cool, but I'd rather be big city Midwest adjacent than Brookings, yeah, which too is out there. It's just a little too out there. Like like I don't know. Like if we're thinking uh, if we're thinking Midwest, like Wisconsin, uh, a little outside of Michigan would be all right. Uh, I don't know. I want nothing in Pennsylvania. I want nothing in Virginia. God, these college towns. I'm living in George Mason. It stinks. <laughs> Is George Mason in 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 Alexandria? Yeah, it's right right nearby. Yeah, that's terrible. That's, that school sucks. Well, how's St. Right, Peter's, last... jackass? Whatever's near you. It lives. It, or it lives. It's in Jersey City, which you, you literally, you and I have had conversations. <laughs> oh on the God, phone Joe about God. moving. To oh, Jersey. skipping a beat over here. Joe Carruthers. Never, been, that's, that's never been to Ann Arbor either. Shut up. Chester says. Last question. This is a good one. Top three current day college football coaches you'd want to play for the most. I mean, Lane Kiffin's number one. Lane minus, rule. Lane kicks ass. I'm a huge Lane guy. M- minus uh, minus the whole thing that happened in the offseason. But, yeah, I think he'd probably be one of the most chaotic people to have, like, in a meeting room. I think he'd be a huge asset if you became a Lane player favorite. It would be a huge asset for Lane Kiffin to think of you positively. Yeah, but I also feel like he gives me the vibes of one of those guys that – I don't know if you've ever been around one of those coaches that, like, is – makes fun of everybody but and then also doesn't really outwardly show that he likes anyone yeah like that's very possible mean, mean but in a jo- in a you know jovial way towards everyone i would have said my number one clear shot uh uh no doubt anytime anywhere coach but he's passed now mike leach would have been my uh, number one my, yeah. by, by a mile uh in love with that dude he was just everything about him made me want to play for him Dion makes you want to play for him i hear him talk sometimes i know it'd be a nightmare he wouldn't know who i am but i mean before uh, he gets me fired up he really does oh god i'm trying i i throw sark in there i think sark's a psychopath which is kind of cool i'm not a sark guy you know i I think it's a good bit he's i mean he seems like a total nut job and i i kind of like that i kind of respect that I, i i would i would deliberately go with the guys that seem the most unhinged i think you need that I think that's important. Oh, I'd play for uh, Biff po- uh, Pogi and uh, Pogi. Sure. Yes, I would yes. play. Uh, yes, I would. I would I'd definitely run a wall for Biff Pogi. If I knew now, I would have tried. I, I probably would have played for him when I when I could have. Or, or did uh, you see the thing him. with the? Uh, did you see the thing with the Coastal Carolina coach this week? <sighs> I I heard rumblings. I didn't dive into it. What's up? Uh, well, well, I would Tim, Tim Beck. I would play. For definitely play for Freeze. The the thing, uh, <laughs> uh, Tim Beck got shit this week because he um, they're playing in the Hawaii Bowl, and they took a picture with him, uh, you know, in a bathing suit with the dance team, and you know oh, they had to take yeah, it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but he's jacked, dude. Like he's he's a jacked dude. I would totally play for him because I I I would respect the coach if I came into lift earlier i was like leaving lift and he was on the treadmill or he was you know throwing 315 up on bench i don't know it always spooked me whenever uh kennedy was was lifting way heavier than what i was lifting uh but i know he was a freak and him and him and caniglio were both freaks and you're i'm just sitting here like oh my god 
Like, like these are the coaches. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get working. Uh, that's a great question. That's a uh, PJ Fleck. I think I, I wouldn't. He's, he's, no, he's, he's a weirdo. He's not. Yeah, a I know he's a weirdo, way. man. He's but I think I could get. I, I think I could get involved in that cult. I think I really could. Dude, they are running right now in the Syracuse USF game. They so uh, Garrett Schrader's out. So uh -huh. they're just running wildcat with a tight end. I am I, I am in awe of Good. this decision making. This is great, oh, Coach O. Yeah, I I got to admit, my current build right now. I, I'm a, it's bulking season right now. My current build. I look at myself in the mirror and I can't help but realize I've got the Coach O build going on, which is just you wish you had the Coach O nah, build. No, and I got the. I know I got the Chris Christie build going on right now. I don't care. Yeah, you do. But, but I'm letting you know you are not coach. You do not have a barrel chest like him, brother. I don't. Do I don't. Not. Don't even say you do. You're, you're you got maybe Kalen DeBoer build. Uh, Kalen DeBoer. Jonathan Smith build. All right. All right. Oh, I didn't mean to put that on on the screen. All right. Good note to wrap us up on at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be back. Enjoy your weekend. Oh my God. What do you? Uh, shut it. up. <laughs>